Welcome to More of That Presents Discographology, the podcast where a Springfield, Missouri band dives deep into a band's catalog, one album at a time. I am Matt. I play guitar. I'm Josh on bass. I'm Logan on guitar. I'm Blake, and I play the drums. And we are More of That. Hello and welcome to this week's Discographology pregame, the show we hope is like a growing addiction that you can't deny. (laughs) We are more of that. What's that from? It's from a thing we're going to talk about soon, Blake, but not tonight because this is pregame. Before we you know, (laughs) do a deep dive into an album, we like to uh, talk about what we're currently listening to, other music news. Before we get to all that, though, I should mention again, we are more of that. I am Josh, and with me is... I'm Logan, and I play some guitar. I'm Blake. This is Matt. And uh, as I mentioned before we get into the album we're dissecting, which next week will be a palate cleanser episode. You know, we just finished Nirvana, their discography. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to those four episodes, five episodes. How many episodes did we do on Nirvana? I think five. Five. Um, you can go back and listen to those. Um, but we before we get in, yeah. do it, do it. Before we get into the next uh, artist we're going to discuss, which we will reveal next episode, Ooh, probably. Yeah, uh, that's right. It's a secret. We do a little palate cleanser. So next week we're going to talk about the Batman Forever soundtrack. And why? Why More though? Why would we? I I don't know why. I don't know. I think it. Well, we can discuss that maybe next. Well, we can discuss oh, it here. Oh, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, I, wanna... I I think it was just chosen. I I guess I chose it technically, and in, in that I I suggested it, but I think everybody was kind of on board with it pretty quickly. And uh, I don't know. It's just a fun one-off thing to do. It's not another artist where we're gonna really right be having a lot of time spent on talking about their career, and so it's just a quick palate cleanser. But anyway, back to today's episode. Today we're going to so be... So fresh. This, this is pregame, so we're just doing what we're currently listening to and such. And yeah, uh, have you guys been uh, buying any records or, or CDs or, or cassettes or 8-tracks? You know it. What, Always uh, be buying records. Blake, you lead us off. What have you been sure. buying and what have you been listening to lately? Well... Uh, a bunch of stuff. I just got a healthy dose of Nirvana vinyl, uh, <laughs> just in, just in time for, uh, <laughs> after we're already done with our Nirvana series, I went ahead and, uh, well, my wife tipped me off to, um, oh, what's the website? I already forgot, uh, something about vinyl. Vinyl me, <laughs> please. Not, not, not vinyl. We do use vinyl me, please, but it wasn't that. Sound of Vinyl. Sound of Vinyl. Ah, okay. That's, uh, um, is it a subscription service? No. I, I, I don't know if they have a subscription. BMG just, for CDs? Yeah. The you BMG Club? Was, was Col- the back Columbia of the House? magazine, Columbia House. <laughs> yeah. A dozen CDs a, for we, one penny. At some point, we need to just have a discussion about that thing in general. We really do, because that's how I got Green Day. That's how I got so much shit. It's just I, a fun um, thing. Yeah. I anyway. always wanted to do it and I never did. I was always afraid you it was should just, have I was taken get advantage. into something. I went ahead and got the uh that that double disc bleach reissue. Yeah. Um and it sounds pretty dope. And I mm. got the twenty thirteen uh in utero 
Which uh, All right. I listened to those mixes streaming, like MP3s, and I was like, man, this is all right. Folks, invest in the vinyl if you really want to enjoy the 2013 mixes of In Utero. It really does make a world of difference. I'm sure that was very on purpose. All right. Well, that's, that sells the, me. I've been on the fence about it. So That's dude, great. Yeah. The, the dynamic range of that... It's a it's a, I, I do a have 45. A, I do have a question about that. So I, hey, we talked yeah. in the last episode or two episodes ago about how one of the main things that, that uh, uh, now I can't remember his name, uh, Scott Litt did when he remixed the songs was take out that solo. So do the 2013 mixes that Steve Albini did, do they include the weird solo in Heart Shape Box and all apologies, that it, stuff? It has... Um, they still have the solos that the effects are slightly different, I would say. Um, so they have a different sound to them, but not anything that uh, I'd need to go back and, and listen, but it wasn't anything that jumped out at me so much. Most of the changes aren't so huge that you'll like be blown out of your chair. But um, for example, like uh, some of the cello was removed. I think I mentioned that. And uh, on a lot of the extra feedback and noise, especially at the beginnings and ends of stuff is, kept in like as as soon as very ape starts up you hear that that high lead guitar part just squealing hmm. whereas there was nothing there before it's interesting interesting choices but the dynamic range will blow your head off um especially on something like heart-shaped box where the the radio friendly mix was kind of squashed but on this it's just like i don't know you just you, you gotta hear it um what else uh andrew wk's i get wet on all right red, red marbled vinyl Hurting. jealous love it. jealous love it i need those it. were some crispy picks uh that you sent i when when you got those oh yeah I'm just they look great yeah i was yeah they they are all good looking pieces um jessica got herself a uh janet i believe it's janet jackson self-titled uh I forgot what color the disc is. It's some special one because she already had it. So this is like her second Janet. <laughs> um, there's, I'm sure we got more than that, but I, I can't remember. Um, streaming wise, I've been going back through the discography of Tame Impala. So huh. very, very stereotypical hipster shit here. I've never, <laughs> never listened. I don't, I've never heard it. So check out at least, at least like the first album. Uh, uh, see if. See if you, uh, you you might like it. I don't know. I had somebody recommend it, and you know, I li- and I listened to a few tracks, and th- this has been six years ago now, and I remember it was yeah. one of those bands that I remember liking, but just for whatever reason, never never sticking with. So, uh, yeah, but but definitely, I always wanted to uh, wanted to get there. I, I was gonna say, there's this weird thing of like the indie hit, like the song that is not a radio hit. It doesn't go to the charts, but like. When you go look at certain artist discographies, it has way more plays than anything else of their catalog. And I feel like Tame Impala, uh, less I is it less you know the better. That less like, I know the better. That, that's like an indie hit of the last it ten is. years. Like like you go look at their discography, it's yeah. way yeah. up there in plays. You just like it's on a lot of different people's playlists and radars. It's just it's it's a indie I think hit. it's just like People make memes about that song now. Oh, really? I th- and I think I think that just reinforces the uh, the the play count. Like it's not their best song, but it is good. But I think those numbers are are jacked way up just because it's like that song itself is now a meme, uh, 
a, oh, a stand-in okay. for like indie music itself. And and, and I have to ask, in your investigation of their catalog, mm-hmm. they put out an album this year, a long, a, yeah. a long gestating album that we heard singles from early last yes. year, I believe, before they finally got around Correct. to releasing it. So, do you? How do you feel about the the newest Tame Impala record? It's uh, it is good. Um, I I need to give it a few more listens, but uh, it it's got some bangers on it. Um, I don't know if it's better than the previous one, like Currents, or like their first one. I'm partial to their first one. Yeah. But I yeah, check it out. Check it out. Cool. Uh, yeah. Matt Logan, what have you guys been listening to and buying and spending your hard earned cash on? I uh, ha- haven't. Sp- spent any money we we bought a couch so that's uh what's the couch they listen to it what's that sound like uh well as soon as it gets here it's gonna sound good uh it's it's on order but um but i have been listening to uh you know a lot of times especially on something that's that's kind of a a mix-up uh like what we're doing with 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 this episode um it kind of makes me branch out into into different directions and I really liked the Sunny Day Real Estate uh, song on the soundtrack and, and uh, am excited to talk about it. And it made me go out and check out their first uh, record, Diary. I was yeah. uh, mowing the lawn the other day and, and threw right. it on and you know, rocked out to it. And it w- was very impressed. Uh, oh, yeah. I- I'm, I'm going to uh, save my comments for the show, but... Uh, but it, it was really good. And then uh, in addition to that, uh, I, I went back to the old standby, uh, uh, re-entered the 36 Chambers. Uh, you know, I was oh, in a Method Man <laughs> mood uh, with, with <laughs> his inclusion. So uh, that's one that I've, I, I returned to time and time again just to, um, just to, just to live, in that, live in that space. Yeah, uh, I, I'm glad you got into Diary. It's, that's definitely one of those. And, and this, I feel like this podcast is uh, achieving something that I've done to you for a long time, which is forcing you to listen to different things. And I feel like <laughs> it's nice to be able to go like, hey, you should listen to this almost like for homework, knowing that it's going to yeah. be something that I think you would really like. And definitely Sunny Real Estate. As soon as I heard that song on this soundtrack, I'm like, Matt will like that song. <laughs> and I hope that he goes further and listens to other uh, stuff of that ilk. So I'm glad you... You picked that one up. Uh, it's, it's definitely a, a classic album. Yeah. Also, uh, one more, one more that I went back to was I uh, went back and listened to the original version of Passenger. Uh, uh, again, uh, I'm, I'm always inspired by, nice. um, or you know, uh, anytime you, you get a mix mix of artists like this, you know, it makes you want to kind of you know dig down deeper in, into what you like, and and uh, have always been a fan of that song, and and uh, you know, it was was pleased to to go back to it. I, yeah, love I got E-pop. thoughts on that one. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm sure you have thoughts on it too. Thoughts. Well, we'll, uh, talk. Uh, we'll get. We'll spe- get to speaking that. Speaking we'll of Iggy Pop and uh, specifically uh, the Passenger, I'll go next. Uh, you know that that song and that period of, of Iggy Pop's career, he collaborated quite a bit with uh, one Mister Davy Jones, Davy, Dave, David oh. Bowie. David Bowie. I was gonna say. I was gonna say David Bowie. <laughs> yeah. Well, da- Davy Jones is his real name. So da- David Bowie. Uh, isn't his real name David Jones? I believe it is. Is Davy Jones a monkey? He is, I and that's the th- reason Bowie went by Bowie when he ah. started his career is because there was already a British singer oh, by yeah. the name of Davy Jones. Yeah, Bowie's way better. But uh, I picked up uh, David Bowie, Aladdin Sane. Uh, ah, that's around. a good one. It's actually kind of a. I think it's not really that interesting of a story, but I I'd been seeing this <laughs> album story. sitting behind the counter at a City Music, our local record shop, for a long time, and I'd asked about it 
probably about a month ago and they were like, Oh, that's some guy's collection. He might sell it to us. So we're waiting to hear back. And I'm like, well, oh, I want, on. I want that album. So if he sells it to you, I will buy it. And the other day I was on Facebook and they posted like, just bought a big collection. And I immediately called the store and talked to <laughs> Jeff who works. There. I'm like, Jeff, did that collection, was that the guy that had the David Bowie? And he's like, yep. And we're holding it for you. I'm like, awesome. So Nice. Went up there, bought Aladdin Sane, um, and uh, it was actually a buy one, get one sale. So I also picked up uh, Elvis Costello, My Aim is True on vinyl, which I, I already have that album on CD, and it's it's a, one of my longtime favorites, uh, and I, I just picked up on vinyl because it was free um, to awesome. go, go with Aladdin Sane. Don't know if I can really make a statement, uh, a judgment on Aladdin Sane yet. Uh, I'm still kind of digesting it but i do have to say i i I like it better than the last couple bowie albums i've picked up and uh logan you're gonna brace yourself Uh, because you're gonna i'm i'm already reeling back uh, my because because the last two i the last two i bought the last two i bought that i i don't think i like as much as i like aladdin saying so far is lodger which is is one that is not well regarded usually and the other one is low i i still can't get into low Logan. Dude, all right, listen. Lodger, <laughs> I don't give a shit about, but <laughs> Low, you need to listen to that like I know a you few love times. Low, and I, I just, a few times. Like give I, that I'm a little while from, to percolate. From my first like go through, if I my my first listen of Low, Lodger, Aladdin Sane, I like Aladdin Sane the best. But what about like okay, all right, jeez. By the way, I haven't given low enough, and I know it is a. What about the Eno songs? The instrumental, like those are amazing. And then like, uh, see, but I don't blue, like, blue, electric like, blue. That's the the, kind the second of side of. Uh, Why, come the, on, dude! That shit the, is fire. The second, the second side of heroes, I don't like as much either, and that's a lot of Brian Eno instrumental stuff. So. What about uh, another career in a, what is a, another career in another town or a, t- a career in, in another town? That song rules, man. By the way, a good discography would just be covering the the Berlin trilogy of of Heroes, Low, and, and Lodger. I listened to Lodger once, and I it didn't gel with me right it's off. It's not. It's not. It's <laughs> the. It's everyone's least favorite. But anyway, yeah. I got those two. I got some other stuff though. I should. I should move on. I. Uh, my aim is true, by the way. I have nothing really to say about because uh, I've listened to it a, a million times and it's great. And uh, Blake, I always thought victims should cover should have covered watching the detectives, although it would be hilarious to hear Brett try to sing watching <laughs> the detectives. Um, I don't even know that one. So. <laughs> it, it was this. I used to think like this would be a perfect song for them to cover, and I don't know in retrospect, but it's kind of a faux reggae thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that sounds like us. <laughs> And uh, but speaking of uh, uh, purchases too late, I also picked up, as I showed you guys, the With the Lights Out box set, the Nirvana uh, box set. I I, You got got a stupid good deal on that. I did. I did. I found it at Goodwill um, for for how much? Ten dollars, which is not. Oh, wow. An insanely good deal. I'm looking at Discogs right now and the median is 18. So it's not like it's a huge discount, but still, it's pretty good. Although I haven't listened to much of that one um, either. Uh, but I also got uh, this album I've wanted for a long time on vinyl, uh, Damien Gerardo, who's like a, um, he's a singer, songwriter, kind of ran with the same crowd as uh, uh, David Bazan of Pedro the Lion. 
and uh, uh, Josh Tillman later to be Father John Misty. So that sort of a uh, folky kind of thing in the early 2000s. I got his album Caught in the Trees, which is a really good album. It's from 2008. I've been wanting that one for a while, so I just finally pulled the trigger and, and ordered it. And then uh, kind of along those same lines, Beth, uh, my, my wife, picked up the last John Prine album, Tree of Forgiveness, finally on, on vinyl, which is a couple of years old. And then I bought, the last thing I'll mention that I bought was uh, the new Peach Pit record, which, uh, Blake, you ever listen to Peach Pit? No, is that like the moldy peaches or no? It's a, it's a it's <laughs> a new that? band. They're like the an indie stone fruits. <laughs> indie rock band. Um, I picked up their album "You and Your Friends" that came out this year. I liked a few songs off of it, and I have to say, even though I liked the singles I heard off of it, listening to it all the way through, it's pretty unremarkable. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'll grow on me over the year. Uh, but. Considering so far the albums I've picked up that came out this year were that Fiona Apple album and Haim, uh, Haim's latest album, it's it, it's hard to compete. Haim, sorry. Haim. It's hard to compete with those. Uh, they, it's a tall order to say, is it as good as those two albums? We got Win the Pawn. My wife got Win the Pawn. Oh, yeah. So we have all, we have all the Fiona Apples except for Extraordinary Machine. Yeah. And, and we can't find it for like under 100. Um. Yeah, it's that's a good one though. Uh, last thing I was gonna mention is list what I've been listening to, and I, I just wanted to throw this band out here because I think I think some of you guys might dig it. I, Logan, I, I think you might like it. Uh, I I discovered this band um, via an old school method. Uh, again, going to the record shop, and they were playing it on the speakers. And I actually asked them what they were listening to, and they said, "Oh, this is a band called Tropical Fuckstorm." <laughs> and I looked, I looked it up, and I, I'm in love with this song. Like, it's a song called "You Let My Tires Down" by this band, Tropical Fuckstorm. And I don't know why, but I just love it. It's, it's a few years old, but it sounds like a, what does it sound? It's almost like sounds like Nick Cave fronting like a T Rex cover band. <laughs> like it's this like glam rock, folky thing, but also loud and distorted sometimes it's just really interesting so if you get a chance check out a tropical fuck storm uh you oh, will do tires down. will do um and just Imagine see what trying you to think get a about... gig with a band name like that tropical <laughs> <Fuck Storm>. <laughs> <laughs> i mean the band name grabs you and uh, i was like eh. so and by the way I'll, no, it's I a great band name i haven't i'm trying to think their second song on spotify their second most played below this one is a cover and i don't remember what it is but it did not grab me as much as the you let my tires down, but I don't know. I was happy to also find a song that sort of very old school way of, you know, you're at the record shop and you're just like, Hey, what are you listening to? And they tell you, and you're like, that is the oldest way. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Um, so went down to the sacred store. Yeah. So that is, that has been my musical life the last couple weeks. Uh, Logan, you want to take us home? What have you been listening to and, and putting in your ear holes? Come on home now. It's time to go in, <laughs> get to bed, take you on home. I'm going to say I've been, listening, <laughs> I've been listening to everything but the girl. Hey, walking hey. Wounded. Thorn. The Walking Wounded album. Uh, it features Tracy Thorne, who graces her uh, presence on the Batman Forever soundtrack with uh, the team up with uh, Massive Attack. And uh, so that kind of got me on that on that train. And uh, I'm going to talk more about that later. Um, but uh, I've been listening to that album, and I, I like it. I, I picked up, like, a, 
I don't remember the name of their album, but it it had a uh, missing on it, and uh, I picked that up in like the you know cheap bin, and I was disappointed to find out that I only really liked the song "Missing" on that album, and nothing else really <laughs> really stood out to me. But uh, I gave this one a whirl, and it's been it's been really uh, I like it. I'm a I'm slowly becoming a for sure everything but the girl fan. Uh, I also does it have any Skateland classics like <laughs> "Missing"? <laughs> I, well, and I, I have some things I was gonna say on this next episode, but they kind of started as like a folk outfit, didn't they? Like they were like, yeah, a, they started like early, like in 1984. Yeah, or something, they were like a folk like, duo, and then yeah, we'll get to that in the next episode. But anyway, well, yeah, um, that was strange. And then I fell down a annual rabbit hole that I fall down into, and it's. It's Christmas Mars music. Volta. It just happens. Every mm-hmm. every year, I just, at some point, it's never the same time. It's always inconsistent. But it's guaranteed some point in the year, I'm going to get a heavy dose of Volta in. So I, I, we don't even need to talk about it. Every um, year, Logan comes out of his cave and he stretches <laughs> and yawns. <laughs> I just had my stuff on shuffle uh, a few days ago, Logan, and, and a Mars Volta song that I hadn't heard came on because I, I I know Mars Volta and I know One Arm Scissor really well and like it, but I hadn't really That's dug into. Oh, I'm. So... <laughs> there, there is there is a uh, a connection though, isn't there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. But um, I also so I picked up a new translucent red reissue vinyl of pixie's bossa nova album oh shit and i'm i'm jealous of that now this is the first album of pixie's that i ever owned i went out and i bought my first pixie's cd and it was bossa nova um so this is the first that one real introduction to the pixie's that i had and it's probably not the best album to start with but it's you know really it's really rocking and i've got a lot of fond memories of that and then I ordered a copy of Ween's Quebec album hmm. and on vinyl, and I'm getting really close to completing my Ween uh, collection. I'm, I still have some to go, but I'm getting there. And then the final thing is uh, <laughs> I won an eBay auction on an OG copy ding, of ding, 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 ding. Smashing Pumpkins Adore. Ooh, album for good fairly choice. good price. Uh, the bummer, which I already knew about, was that it was on. Uh, that I need to pick up a mono cartridge because it. What? Yeah, the huh? vinyl version is in mono. Huh. So, huh. but I've I've done some research and I talked to some folks online, and most people are like, "Oh, you can just play it on a regular, and it sounds good." You know, don't worry about it. And I'm just like, all right, well, I was going to, I was all ready to get a mono cart ready to uh, put on uh, there and, you know, have a separate one. But uh, they didn't really back me up on that. So now I seem to recall there being a story you told one time to me of being at a record store and there being on the wall an oh, original geez, press gosh. of Adore and maybe a, oh, another gosh. Pumpkins album. I thought you bought the yeah. Adore at that time. Why? Uh, well, yeah <laughs> confession time so you have all right two josh copies of a listen door? listen to me josh <laughs> all right folks this wasn't intended to be revealed uh i have a ridiculous smashing pumpkins collection and i'm a little crazy about it that's so here's the deal. proud of that's okay i've got an og adore copy but it's sealed uh... so i wanted a copy that i right. could 
that was open hey. that I you could play. You need a listening. By copy. the way, that's not like a copy. That's and not a, a totally insane. There are people that do like. I but then I also yeah. have the reissue oh. of it as well. Well, and then wow. the CD box set. I take back listen. What I, I like the pumpkins. <laughs> I like the pumpkins. Okay. Leave me alone. I, I was gonna say that's not because I follow uh, for a while. I used to until he got kind of obnoxious due to his politics. Uh, I followed this Beatles collector guy on YouTube, and and he would every week talk about what he's added to his collection. And he did that a lot, where he'd be like, "I got this one sealed, and so I needed one that was unsealed." Of course, he also like did things like this one had the hype sticker still on it from when it came out, so I had to get that. And you know, <laughs> I, I'll just tell the listeners right now, I'm legit crazy. It, it's it's <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. It's it's just Tom. what it is. <laughs> I, 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 I know I, I have a problem. I think there's nothing like wrong with having a collection that you are dedicated to, you know, picking up pieces for. I think it's a, it's like a hobby, you know? It is. It I, is. It keeps, I think it it's really, sane. really <laughs> weird as I sit in front of my uh, cabinets full of 200 Batman action figures. Hey, check out <laughs> Some... Shelf Life, a toy collector's podcast. <laughs> I, look, I buy an action figure to open and play with, and I buy one to keep closed and display. All right. I you know, Blake, okay. now that I think about it, other than your your uh, wife's podcast, uh, Are You There Pod, the other podcasts on your network are just kind of about people collecting things for obsessive <laughs> reasons. <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do with your free time? Uh, so, Logan, is the anything else you picked up or anything you've been listening uh, to, no, maybe? I- uh, no, I just been listening to the everything but the girl and and Volta, and uh, then just you know I don't know just stuff here and there that's not really noteworthy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm that's basically where I'm at. So I'm waiting to get some stuff in the mail and have something to listen to. So Ooh. I'm good. Teaser for next uh, next pregame. And I've y'all. been listening to the hell out of uh, the Batman Forever soundtrack. Hey, nice segue. Yeah, Ooh. so. Uh, Next episode, next week, we'll be talking about the Batman, the 1995 uh, album of the year. I don't know. Album of the summer. Classic. It came out in album summer. Album of forever. Yes. Grammy award winning. Grammy award I winning. I just made that. Uh, it was. I mean, some songs. Wait, was uh, it? Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll get to that. But uh, 1995, a Batman Forever soundtrack, uh, a, a, I think, fondly remembered soundtrack. Maybe to a movie that's not fondly remembered by a lot of people, but I think the soundtrack is <laughs> typically people look back, I think, with fond memories of that. Um, I always heard good things about it, and we'll talk about whether that is deserved or not. That's true. <laughs> uh, so any uh, anybody want to plug anything before we say goodbye for today? And, and Well, I, I had a question. Uh, so with the more of that rec- uh, recordings yes. that we're doing, I, are we getting to the part where we're about ready to do some vocals? Probably should. Uh, yes. Probably should. Been putting some back, some vox down. Is this is this revenge yeah. for me bringing up the Adore record? You've got to be like. So what about these vocals? Uh, it seems like record? those bass parts were kind of lacking, <laughs> and could probably use a little yeah. bit of refinement. Uh, yeah, uh, we no, will need but uh, sometime some do that at some point. Well, yeah. I, I I think this. You know, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but if anybody's if the editing gods are feeling generous uh maybe we could just uh have a little sneak peek of something just a little yeah. musical part just a little taste a little nibble i'm, I'm fine with yeah that. does that he, could be fun do you agree i uh i was yeah. gonna say i i i think this episode will be dropping 
probably sometime in in September, if I'm thinking correctly. And uh, yep. that that means we'll be creeping ever closer to Halloween. And my goal mm. for sure is for us to have some new original more of that songs at least by Halloween if not sooner you know that we could That'd put in nice. there because market I I would I would love to do that uh I know we have at least one in the the hopper that uh, would be suitable for that and maybe some others but <laughs> yeah I, I I think as we get closer to Halloween that's my goal right now let's have a new more of that song by Halloween not not to mention uh, all the work we got to do on our mixtapes oh yeah there is that as well yeah. you want to explain that Blake uh, we don't have to okay. right now, but we can wait we'll, we'll a... wait until the annual spook tapular. <laughs> spook tapular. That's what I. That's what I call it. I love it. I had one more one more question before yes. we wrap up, uh, and it's about what we're doing. Is uh, how does this? How would you guys? I want everybody's atten- uh, opinion of how this <laughs> album is going to differ from our our first. What do you guys think? Oh. This is like oh, an interview uh, now. We could start with uh, Blake. What do you think? It will it will differ a lot. I don't know. It's different, man. It's it's going in strange and exciting new directions. I, I think the songs are m- much more a representation of everyone's parts than the first one yeah. where we were still trying to kind of figure out what we sound like as one unit. Uh, I feel like this one, there's some songs, especially Brainless, which I've talked about before, that I feel like are very much a, uh, what's the expression I'm looking for? The the sum of the parts. Like it's... A collabo? It's definitely, yeah, feels like more of a, a collaboration than I think some of uh, the stuff we've we've done in the past maybe has. So not to like shit on the stuff we've done in the past. <laughs> Whatever. And I, I, I rarely write music for guitar players. Oh, Blake but I, is, yeah. Pretty, even I got to do some of that. Blake is pretty prominent on, on this uh, album yeah. as well. Uh, too prominent, some would say. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, Wait, what do you think, Matt? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Matt. Yep. I, I think uh, we've got some more electronic elements, at least in the demos, which I, I, I've been into, um, you know, and, and kind of experimenting more with, uh, with, with atmospheric textures and and uh, i'm i'm really excited you know and and i like making records because every record that you make is different than the last one you know and you uh we all have you know we've been playing together or at least uh in tandem you know for the better part of 20 years and and uh we have all you know have things that we that we like to do and and we uh you know, we do really well, but you know, I I really feel like we've we've been kind of, uh, I at least have have been you know working outside of that and been you know been excited to you know really collaborate with and do some different things that that I haven't done on records before. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm 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 excited to uh, uh to, to to get them finished and and get them out to folks. What Matt's yeah, trying to say sure. is we're gonna have lots of uh, rap on this album. Matt is rapping <laughs> rap on this. Album. No, I, th- I I'll I'll spit a bar. I think it's a. <laughs> I think it's a natural evolution. I think uh, we kind of venture into some new territories, and and it's, there's more atmosphere, like you said, on the on the recordings. And I I do also think you know Blake adds a lot to these tracks by taking the lead on a few of them. There's a lot going on, and I, I'm definitely excited for how it turns out. I think it's more exploratory, but it's also kind of introspective at the same time. I don't know. It's I kind think of a it's going to be a really good quarantine record. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And, cool. And, uh, speaking of that, Logan, I need you to get out the box fan and add some experimental guitar ambient textures. Oh yeah, where? <laughs> You're gonna have just to... anywhere. Oh, I thought the I box did. fan trick. Oh, oh I love maybe. the box fan trick. <laughs> it right. just sounds really cool. Look it up. YouTube it. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> uh, we hope you join us next week when we'll be talking about Batman Forever for a little uh, palate cleanser before we jump into the next des- discography of, well, before we jump into the next discography of an artist on discography. Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing else. You guys uh, ready to talk about Batman Forever? Let's do it, Robin, just like he said in the movie. 